Welcome to the Why Woman Podcast Show, a dynamic way for you to get the life and business success tips from industry leaders around the world who have been there and done that and are walking their walk. We know you're busy, so it's a fluff and puff-free zone so you get what you need to succeed quickly so you can implement it straight away. Your hosts today are Why Woman Shah Moore and Rani Pathaks. Warning women with weak bladders should not listen to our show, okay? Or don't operate heavy machinery. You've been warned, darlings. Let's go. On our show today, we have the creative rebel, Morris Goldberg. Welcome to the Why Woman podcast show, Morris. Thank you. It's really fantastic to be here, Shah. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. We've got a lot of amazing things to cover. But just for our listeners, before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about Morris. Morris Goldberg, the creative rebel, has created some of the fastest growing and most forward thinking businesses in Australia. He has been three times listed in BRW magazine's Fast 100 and over 25 years been the CEO of businesses in financial services, real estate, marketing, finance and design. Some know Morris as the $24 million man because that was the sum of his sales in a peak fortnight. His passion is to take people beyond what they think is possible in business and in the whole of their lives. Morris, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for giving up your time. Thanks, Shah. I'd always give up my time to support you. You've been a wonderful woman in my life. Ah, oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. Morris, you know me. I'm the why woman. The first question I always want to ask people, and, and I know you and I have talked about this before, but for our listeners, I would love for you to share why you do what you do and how it impacts the world in a positive way. Well, it's interesting because... I have struggled through most of my life looking for a single why. Mm. And I've got to say that in the last few months, I've got clearer than I've ever been in the whole of my life. I realized I've always lived by a why, but I didn't actually know how to put it into words. Mm. Um, the creative rebel concept happened because when I was looking um, at my life, I was saying, what? is in common with everything that I do and it is that I can't help myself but put the single finger up at people who say things can't be done. <laughs> um, I, I'm, a, I'm a creative who's kind of rebellious and I look at people and I see in them what they can't see in themselves and I say, hey, do you want to go on a journey? Do you want to have an adventure with me where we explore beyond what you think is possible and where you start to do things that are extraordinary in your life and that make you excited and fulfilled in your life? That's what drives me. I'm, I'm just driven to say to people, don't do what's normal. Don't do what's expected. Make decisions that are evolutionary, that are revolutionary, that are going to change and shake your world and therefore you're going to be more happy. Oh. And happiness or fulfilment is really what it's all about. Isn't that brilliant? You know, that's that summarises exactly what makes you so special and different. And, uh, you know, when you refer to, to holding the single finger up, I'm hoping you mean the index finger, but I think I know you well enough to know you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hence the reason that we are friends. Uh, <laughs> Morris, you know, there's, there's, you've just been on an incredible journey and, and maybe while answering this next question, you can share a little bit of that journey. But one of the things I would love to know uh, with someone that's experienced as much as you have in life so far and you've still got so much to experience and uncover, what are some of the common lies and myths around achieving success in the entrepreneurial world today? Oh, there's so many, Shah. All right, let's start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Money makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Big myth. Big mm -hmm. is good. Another big myth. Mm -hmm. Stay safe. Watch your back. <laughs> Uh, copy what everyone else is doing. Mm. They, they were all, um, as far as I'm concerned, um, they're huge myths. Mm. Um, to be an entrepreneur today, um, to me there's no excuse but to follow and to search for what it is that motivates us because what mm. motivates us will make us eventually uh, fulfilled. Mm. Um, the, the journey we're on will always be full of trials and tribulations and challenges. But I don't know many entrepreneurs who wouldn't say that what makes them so fulfilled is actually breaking through all those boundaries. Mm. That, that pushing through the challenges is actually in many ways more fulfilling than actually getting to the destination. But I would, um, my big thing at the moment that I really put on loudspeaker all the time is don't be normal. Mm. Don't do what is expected uh, by anyone, by your family, by your society, by, by your, your, your friends, by the industry. Um, take a different approach that is just authentic and real and true to what is motivating for you. Isn't that interesting? It's, it's been actually one of the common trends where you're part of this incredible 14-day uh, launch lineup of incredible entrepreneurs from around the world as we launch this show. And uh, the common trend and message has actually been from everybody to be your authentic self, to be you and not copy and not mimic. And it's interesting that someone like yourself, um, as successful as you are and as awesome as you are, is essentially saying the same thing. And for people to really stand up in their power and find their gift and shout it from the roof, rooftops because that's the only thing that really separates, you know, you from the neighbour. Yeah, and um, I think also to recognise that sometimes it's actually difficult to work out who we are. Mm. It isn't that easy, is it, mm. really? No, no. Just, I mean, some people, you know, they just they know who they are from, from when, the, when they can first remember thinking. Mm. But others um, struggle. So I just say... Follow what motivates you. Mm. If you can't work out exactly who you need to be or who you are or why you're bored or what your purpose is, mm. then just keep on following mm. what motivates you, what enlivens you and you're moving in the direction you're being yourself. Mm, definitely. And that's that's a lot of what I teach people at my Why Weekends or in my online course and helping people find their purpose is we have to always find the thing that lights you up, that you would do not wanting money in return for it. Of course, we need money to pay everything and, and do what we do, but it's it's doing it because you want to do it and you just can't imagine life without that particular gift or, or 
teaching or whatever you're doing and it's that's when you realize that you're actually living your purpose because it becomes your being and you just can't wait on a Monday morning to jump up out of bed and go do that and that then you know you're on the right track which is I know how you're feeling at the moment and one of the things you just said before around you know those uh, defining moments in our life where things happen and they shape us to become the human beings we are today could you share with our listeners today maybe some of the specific roadblocks that you've personally had to overcome on your journey? Sure. Um, you know, where do I begin? Oh, God. <laughs> um, you know, most of mine are just are all around uh, fears. Fears. Mm. I, I started, um, I was an architect, but I got bored doing architecture and I had a mortgage and I had to go and find a job after I quit architecture. Um, and uh, I ended up in financial planning and, and I didn't realize until, you know, I'd been doing the job for like a week or so that I was going to spend the next year of my life on the telephone and, and I was terrified of the telephone. Wow. And I thought, wow, how am I going to do this? I can't turn back now. I've told all my friends, all my family, the whole world that I'm a now financial planner and, and, and I'm scared of the telephone. Mm. And you know what? I used to, every lunchtime, I used to be scared I'd never go back in the office. So I mm. planned out every lunchtime and I said, if I cross, I used to walk across the Sydney Harbour Bridge from Australia Square and back and I'd time it exactly so I got back into the office so I didn't have time to think or run away or, or, mm. or and I picked up the phone again and I got going. <sighs> you know what? Every time in my life that I've moved into a fear, not away from it, mm. it's taken me to extraordinary mm. and amazing places because I think what I've discovered is as human wings beings, we get to discover we're more than we thought we ever were. Mm. That is a big statement. Yeah, whether it's being on the telephone, whether it's selling, I never thought I'd be good at selling. Mm. Speaking, I never thought I'd be a speaker. Mm. You know, being a CEO of a company, <laughs> are you joking? Mm. You know, I never thought that would happen. Um, all these things were about pushing through fears. Mm. Um, I mean, my, uh, the biggest uh, um, roadblock in my life was when my business fell to pieces in the global financial crisis when the bank removed its support from us. Mm. And um, that put me out of action for quite a number of years. Wow. Uh, and I reckon I was, I probably didn't know at the time, I probably got very depressed. Mm. You know, I, as you know, I lost my business, I yes. lost my home, I lost mm. my investment properties, I lost my relationship mm. of 11 years. Mm. It was a, a dire time. Mm. Um, but coming out the other end, even though it was years later, I'm just so clear now on what's mm. important. Mm. And what is important for me is to do what I love doing, to do what motivates me, to do what I'm passionate about. Mm. Um, my yardstick is, Morris, is this making you more alive? And if mm. it is, it's a yes. And if it isn't, it's a, it's a no. Isn't that great? And it's interesting you say that. And often when situations like that happen, which happen to a lot of us, uh, some people either spiral down or spiral up. And at the time, we don't say, oh, I'm so grateful I've lost everything in my life. However, as you move through it, as you said, and face the fear and move through, you can often look back and say, grateful for the experience, not the outcomes of it, but grateful for the experience because it shaped you into who you are today and it, it fed your 
creative rebel inside when someone said maybe you couldn't spring from back from that or, you know, don't do this or you should when they start inflicting their thoughts onto you, as you said before, that just makes you more determined uh, to, to not be normal and, and don't do what's expected and that, that would just for you be like, you know, red to a bull. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I am more happy than I have ever been. Oh, in my life. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah. I'm doing what I love. I, I, I love working with um, business leaders. Mm. Um, I love um, supporting them to go on journeys that they never thought they could go on. Mm. I love taking them into un, uncharted territories um, where they uh, experience so much um, aliveness and fulfilment not just in their businesses, but in their lives. Mm. But I love doing other things as well. I, I, I'm I'm painting now, and um, and I'm getting more and more serious about it. In fact, I, I I reckon my next entrepreneurial business will be my artworks, and I'm looking at how do I do things differently in that field. I don't believe I put the finger up to the concept that artists <laughs> should be poor. Yes, yes. And again, <laughs> and, you'll and, you'll prove that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I will. Um, but I want to do all these things and in doing them all and you know how you talk about when you discover new things in, in mm. your life and you bring them back into your life mm. like um, like Rani, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, um, I've discovered that the more I do everything that I love, the more I'm able to give back in everything that I do. Wow, and that that's beautiful because it's it's like the universe is supporting the more that you become all you're meant to become, the more that you can help the other people who are meant to be in your energy. Uh, you know, Morris, sometimes people look at people like yourself and, uh, you know, hugely successful in the Australian marketing business, you know, $24 million man in sales, and often they can put people like yourself on a pedestal and go, it's all right for Morris, you know, he's got it all going on, he's good looking, he's, he's done the business, all the rest of it. But you and I both know in reality that every one of us face tough times in our life. Uh, what is maybe one of the worst business decisions you've made and how did you recover from it? Wow, it's really funny. Having you ask that question, I got really quite emotional, not about the tough stuff, about the, 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 the statement that, you know, it's easy for you. Mm. Um, you know, there's no such thing, this sounds really trite, but there's no such thing as a free lunch. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky, I was very lucky that two things happened. This is not quite answering your question, but I think it's important no. to get to the question. Mm -hmm. I think there were two really important things that happened in my life that caused me or forced me to be courageous mm -hmm. and to break through my fears. One was I had an extraordinary grandmother who, when I was going to quit financial planning because I thought I was going to have some kind of nervous breakdown, she said, uh, give it three months. Give it your best for three months. And at the end of that, you have my blessing if you want to leave. Mm. And so I gave it three months and I gave it absolutely the best I could. And and, and that was the carrot. That was the, the, the towards. That was the motivational mm. side. And on the other side, I have a lot of pride and that's something I guess I'm blessed to have some people mm. had spent <laughs> um, so getting into financial planning even though I knew it was a big mistake when I when I first mm. discovered I had to sell insurance and be on the phone all the time <laughs> um, knowing that I couldn't go back mm. 
And I say to people, expose yourself to as many people as you possibly can to make mm. sure that you can't go back. Yes. Um, but as, as far as a, a bad decision, um, the worst decision I ever made in my business was to let go of control mm. of my business. Mm. Um, I bought in, um, and it's not that my the people I bought in were bad people, it's just that I let go of responsibility for my business to be everything it could be and I mm. let go of the things that bored me or didn't interest me mm. um, and in so doing I lost the sense of who I was um, mm. so letting go of control you know finding CEOs and and general managers mm. and all that kind of thing is essential to a business as it grows but it doesn't mean let go of the responsibility to be the boss to be the leader. A leader needs to be a leader and I went through a stage where I lost my sense of who I was and I stopped leading. Mm, wow, that's a, that's a valuable lesson and it's interesting and I hope some listeners, and I'm sure they will, get something out of that because it's great to delegate and outsource and, and have a great team around you and we do all need that. But at what point do you, as you said, sort of lose that connection with you being the leader, you were the vision, you were the, the, the sort of energy behind it and how much do we let go and how much do we retain and oversee? And uh, Oh, sorry, Morris, is someone just coming into the studio? One second, sorry. Oh, namaste, Mr. Goldberg. Is it okay to call you that name? Yes, you can call me Morris if you oh, like. Oh, Morris, oh, very first name term already. Very good. <laughs> oh, my name is Rani Patak. Uh, you know, Rani. Rani, can I call you Rani or oh, must I call you Ms. Patak? Oh, please, no, please call me Rani. I like the way this relationship is moving so very, very quickly. Very nice. <laughs> Listen, your picture is on the, the computer screen in Shah's office. Wow, very handsome man, no? You're making me blush, Rani. Oh, I tell you what, if I was younger and not married, I'll be down to Sydney in a heartbeat. <laughs> Very I don't good. Know what my husband would say about that. Oh, well, you never know what he doesn't know won't hurt him, eh? <laughs> Hey, you know, you resemble someone very famous. Has you ever been told this before? Uh, who is it that you're thinking about, Rani? Oh, I tell you what, you look very much like my cousin, brother's sister's best friend's husband, twin brother, Sanjeev. He's a cleaner in Mumbai. You know him? <laughs> and I thought you were going to say someone really famous. Oh, he's very famous. He He's sweeping the street in front of all the fancy hotel. He gets to know every bit of gossip, <laughs> I tell you what. He's more famous than anybody. You give him 20 rupee, he tell you everything. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm honoured then to be um, similar or likened to uh, him. What was his name again? Oh, Sanjeev. Yes, very, very oh, good clothes. Yeah. yeah, my cousin, brother, sister's oh. best friend's husband, twin brother. Oh, you must meet him one day. You two will hit it off very quickly. Fantastic. What, Morris, what is your favourite Indian food? You know, good, intelligent, very good-looking man like yourself. I'm sure you have curry in your diet. Oh, I love Indian oh, food. Oh, we have another I, thing I like, in common. 
Oh, I like anything with lots of uh, spices that are whole that you mm. chew into. I don't like it when it's all ground to, to being perfect and, and over-prepared. It's like life, you know. I want my Indian food to have some grit and seed and crunch in it. Oh, where you're talking my language. So you like it hot, eh, Morris? Oh, yeah, I like it hot. <laughs> I like a lot of things hot. <laughs> so tell me, Mr. $24 million man, do you know how many papadums that would buy? Uh, a lot. Oh, I tell you what, we could feed uh, many, many countries with that. Now, your passion is to take people beyond what they think is possible. Do you think for someone my age and my culture, very set in tradition, this is something you can do for me as well? Oh, Rani, I tell you what, it all comes down to whether you want to. Do you gotcha. want to go beyond what you think is possible? Oh, my darling, we don't have enough time to tell you where I want to go with you, buddy. <laughs> anyway, I have to go. Shar is here and she doesn't look very happy. Wait a minute, wait. <laughs> You're so naughty. Morris, I'm so sorry. Rani, I'm really going to have to get a lock. I've told her not to come in when I'm recording. I'm so sorry. I hope she didn't offend you or upset you in any way. <laughs> She's got me wondering whether I'm rowing the right boat or the wrong boat. Oh, really? I'm going to have to listen to what she said. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, listen, Morris, we're, we're wrapping up the show and I would just love to ask you, uh, you know, again, someone who's been on this incredible journey like yourself and, as you said, it's only recently you've really found something that you love and it is one of those things that we continually uncover along our journey. If you could go back in time and tell your younger self just one thing, what do you think it would be? Uh, unequivocally, uh, believe in myself. Mm. And you are, I would say, oh, it's making me emotional. I would say to my young self, you are extraordinary. Mm. You're not the only person extraordinary. Every human being on this planet is extraordinary. And you are equally as extraordinary. So take chances, take risks, do anything that's of interest to you, follow your passion, and do anything that makes you feel more alive. Don't listen to people who tell you, tell you it can't be done and don't listen to people who tell you there's a way to do it. Mm, wow, that is made me emotional. That is beautiful. And, Morris, if people have connected with you like I have for years now, but if people have really gone, I need to know more about this man and work with him or have him help me in a certain way, tell us a little bit more about what you offer out there for business owners and how do we find you? Well, um, I work as a private mentor for business leaders and for uh, owners of small to medium-sized businesses. Um, it's something that I choose to do because I, I love doing it. Um, I'm very hands-on. I'm the kind of person who, as you probably picked up, <laughs> um, gets inside people's heads mm. and supports them to break down the barriers that are holding them back and to see beyond where they're currently thinking and, and seeing. Um, I have um, many clients, I mean people can read what my clients have to say on my website which is morrisgoldberg.com, mm -hmm. spelled with a M-A-U-R-I-C-E, uh, goldberg.com. Um, 
and uh, really I work only really one-on-one or with their, or with their leadership teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who really want to shift the gear of their business and people um, also who have been in business for quite a while and are finding that they're not moving at the same pace or they're not moving with the same energy and excitement and enthusiasm. Mm. Um, they're all the types of people that I seem to work exceptionally well with and cause them to unstick and reinvigorate and take their businesses beyond what they think possible. And don't do what's expected, which I love. So, Morris, I'm just so blessed and honoured that you agreed to be a guest on my show today and uh, I wish we had more time to chat with you. So we'll definitely have you back on the show and touch base with you in the future after your art has launched and taken off and who knows what the creative rebel will be up to next. But thank you so much for being on our show today. We look forward to having you again soon. Thanks, Sha. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We know you will want to join in on the live conversation about today's incredible show. So come on over to our Facebook page, Why Woman Podcast Show, and let's chat. Listen to an episode you've missed by visiting shamore.com.au. Until next time, remember, find and live your why today. It's your life, your purpose.